This is the property market of deal or no deal. Often vendors at the moment are just really confused if they should accept that offer on the table. We're going to help you with that decision. Stay tuned. How are you, Jess? Good. How are you? Good, good, good. Another beautiful morning in Sydney. I know. I got the um, the sunrise this morning when I was driving. It's good. Oh, yeah. It's good. It's good. Um, now, tell me, Jess, this seems to be a big thing, uh, a very, very stressful and a little bit contentious thing um, that we're seeing in the marketplace at the moment where there's plenty of offers around. There's plenty of sellers around, but the sellers are saying don't re- really want to get more than that offer that's there. And the buyers are saying, yeah, no, I don't really want to go up because maybe I'm going to buy it for le- buy something like this for less later. Yeah, it's funny because at the moment, all of our properties on, we have an offer on every property. So people talk about the market um, slowing down and offers not coming in. The offers are coming in. It's just about um, expectations from vendors and what the actual market value of the property is, which generally comes from the buyers, not from us. Isn't that interesting? And I can understand as a seller because there is that. There is also the there's um, fear of missing out, a bit of FOMO going on. We think, yeah, but if I just wait a little bit longer, maybe I can get more. How much longer do you have to wait? I think the biggest issue, though, is the time lag. So when we appraise a property, every agent has the same data, but that data is six weeks old because it has a delay because of settlement periods. So we are kind of going from open homes now being out on the field when we appraise a property at that moment. From then to when it goes to market, um, depending on how the vendor wants to do that, it could be straight away, it could be a couple of weeks. In those couple of weeks, that's two months since the most recent data that we've seen. So the actual value of the property might have changed. And to make it even harder, guys and girls, if you haven't realised, property prices are being disguised. The sales prices of the properties are being disguised by vendors and by agents. So when it sells, you often don't know what it sells for. So if you're a seller trying to compare to other sellers who have sold, um, the data half the data is not out there anymore because, I don't know, uh, vendors are embarrassed or whatever it is. But often sellers are saying, look, I don't want, I'll, I'll accept that, but I just don't want you to disclose the price. doesn't help that much because RP data gets their hands on it later anyway. I think it's also the agents sometimes are embarrassed as well. They want to keep getting listings and they don't want to show actual prices, which doesn't help anyone. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's real. Um, So a couple of real life examples where we've seen this at the moment. Um, We've, uh, I've, I've, uh, this week um, I received an offer on a particular property. I don't want to uh, discredit the campaign or all the, all the people making the offer all the sellers, but um, 10% above the market on the highest offer that we've had in 100 days. So the property's been on for 100 days. 
highest offer commercial property and um and owners are saying no cigar and and you know it's interesting because often you got two different people with you know when, when people are selling husband and wife think differently or if it's two brothers or three brothers that own a property they think separately differently um and I, th- I think, you know, one of the comments I had from one of the sellers is we're probably not going to see this money for a good three to three years now. We should, you know, we really should accept it, but not all parties could agree. Yeah, it's very frustrating when that happens. It's leaving a lot of money on the table. We it's had another conversation with another vendor. Um, we've had this with a couple of them when they've been on the market a little while to say, look, we're selling all of our stock. It's not that it's not being sold. It's just that those other vendors have come to realize, you know, what's happening in the in the market, what the actual value of the property is today compared to December last year. And that's yeah. why you're sold. And also you got Uncle Barry who is telling you the complete opposite of what the what um, the market's telling you. And Uncle Barry is an expert in real estate. Uh, Uncle Barry, Barry thinks says, of course it's worth that money, and it's like, yeah. I, I think you, I think if we look at a particular property that we've sold at auction, um, and an example of that campaign, and Uncle Barry came in at the end once and sold and put the daggers in. Um, so, overview, and this is a typical conversation we'll have with a seller. Overview, eighty five people through the property inspected 140 inquiries on the property four-week auction campaign open houses sunday saturday wednesday on the property so three open houses 12 open houses conducted in total sunday open houses um by appointment nine nine people through by appointment like this is a thumping of a campaign price guide on the property was accurate with was in line with the reserve of the property was in line with what the property sold for so it wasn't like you know we went out and said five million dollars and it sold for two and it's like shit that's cheap what did uncle barry say oh my goodness i can't believe that price that was so low why'd you sell it so cheap what do you say to that? It's market value. And when you have that many people, what you say, 85 people through the property? When yep. you have 85 people through that are prospective purchasers that are looking at other properties and comparing you to those other properties, they know how much it's worth. And it's sold in line with, in line with the reserve, in line with the guide. It was market value as of that day. Plenty of bidders at the property bidding it up, bidding it up. They all stopped at a similar amount. Um, so I think at the end of the day, it's not – everyone's got to realise um, that it's not a market where stuff is selling and it's like, my God, that is just a huge price um, at auction. That's a different market. That's called a seller's market. We've moved now into – and we've moved across to – it was a balanced market for a while. And now we've moved into a buyer's market. Now, people love buyer's markets. They love buyer's markets more than they, um, well, they get 
the masses get whipped in the seller's market. Like you always hear the buyers that are missing out, but the sellers are really, really happy. And at the moment, the sellers are sort of thinking, well, why should I sell it? And we were having a chat about this earlier, Jess, about the word um, essential. Yeah, people are only, they're only, they're not selling for fun at the moment because they understand that it's not a seller's market. So they're selling because they have to. So common reasons of divorce, death, upsize, downsize are generally some of the four most common reasons. And so when the offer comes in that might not be what it was a few months ago, usually they have to take it or they have to accept something. There is the odd uh, odd seller that is still there and they're holding out and they're kind of taking the punt that the market will go up again and the value will increase and they'll just leave their property on the market for a really long time and they won't accept any offer. But nine out of 10 times, they understand that there's a shift. And if it's not essential, just wait. Take yeah. it off the market, rent it out. Uh, it's going to double in the next 10 years. It's probably going to go up about 50% in the next five years. Um, so if it's not essential to dispose of the asset, why wouldn't you just rent it out or why didn't, wouldn't you just stay there? I think one of the things too that we're kind of seeing, generally the first offer that comes in is your best offer. Um, and then if you're if you say no to that and wait, yeah, if you wait a week, everything's changing so quick that a week later you might have cost yourself 20 grand. Or if you wait a month, you might have cost yourself 50 grand. Harsh lesson. Yeah. Harsh lesson. And when we're talking about this auction um, campaign earlier off screen where the property sold and it's like, do you reckon someone would have paid more after? It's like, do you want to risk all of those millions of dollars for 20? Or, or do you know what I mean? Do, do you, yeah. you actually, because like you just said, you may be, you may, you may never see that offer again and you may be taking a hit less. And I think you've got to be careful um, with your advice if you are um, Uncle Barry giving little Johnny the advice because you could cook little Johnny by saying, mate, you should definitely be getting more for that property. The buyers are the judge and are the jury, not yeah. the real estate agent and not the seller. The buyers are the judge and jury. As long as you've given it fair play on the market, excellent marketing, excellent availability to show, good representation of the property on the market long enough and really good, you know, realestate.com domain, really good tools and assets used for marketing the property, price is what it is. And it would have, it comes down, I think, too, as well, just to that essential reason. So if, if I was the vendor of that campaign, if I was just selling because I wanted to sell just to see what would happen. Um, I know I would have waited five years, like you said, doubles every 10 and then cashed out then. But yep. if it was essential, which generally everyone's essential at the moment, I would have I would have done the exact same thing and taken that offer because it was a good offer. It was in line with market value, but it just depends what position you are in in life and why you're selling. Yeah, big time. So yeah. Jess, before we go, um, Deal or no deal, when to accept the buyer's offer. In summary, what are we saying? Act quick. First offer is the best offer and work with those initial buyers. The first open, the first week is the most critical time. Yeah. You know, a buyer is not going to is not going to see a a hot buyer is not going to sit on the market, is not going to see the property come on the market 
like the hottest buyer for the property and do nothing for four weeks, yeah. they're going to go and see the place. And they may be busy that weekend because they've got a wedding. They'll generally go within days after of that because they, they love it. It's hot. I'm going to see that property. So that first week or two is super powerful. Um, it's not the be-all, end-all, but um, my leaving note is um, buyers are the judge and are the jury. Listen to them. If you don't like what, you, what, they're, what they're saying, you're in control. You don't have to sell it. Alrighty. <laughs> See you, legend. <laughs> Guys, take care. Have a wonderful day. Thanks, Jess. See ya. Bye.